Hey guys, welcome back to the All In Entrepreneurs Podcast, episode nine today. And uh, man, oh man, today's subject, a lot of you need to hear what we're gonna be discussing. Uh, uh, again, welcome back. This is season two. We're super excited about having our second season. Season one was about 2018, 2019, right? 2018, it's been, it's been a few years, I think, or a year or so. We went at 50 episodes and, uh, and we're back. And uh, we're back. Uh, new and improved. My name is Carlos Reyes with All In Nation and my business partner. What's going on, guys? My name is Sal Shakir. I'm with All In Nation, guys. Uh, I'm 32-year-old, my father now, I'm a serial entrepreneur, and real estate is my passion. Well, uh, today's subject, guys, uh, well, before we e even get into today's subject, uh, a few announcements. One is we are having momentum, right? We're having a virtual momentum this is the last event of the year for us, okay? Um, what event is this? Number three for us now? Did we do three three events or four events? I lost count. I okay. <laughs> I know we did Freedom in May. That would be the fourth, I believe. Are you sure? Oh, we did a February Momentum, then Freedom in May. Moment. This is the fourth one. Yeah. Okay. So this is our last event of the year, and this one is virtual. This one's virtual, where um, we teach you how to actually scale how to build a business and scale that business. So if if some of you out there are you know stuck doing one deal, two deals, five deals, ten deals, um, and you really don't have the systems, the processes, uh, the integration, um, the personnel, the marketing strategies, the sales training, mm -hmm. the disposition training, uh, this event's definitely for you. Um, this is the number one real estate scaling event in the country. Three years running so again go to 10momentum.com and grab your seat it is a virtual seat you don't even have to leave your house so uh, make sure that you you check into 10 momentum this one we don't even talk about like mindset or anything in no. this event. like literally it's just how to and, it's and it's like, like a workshop yeah for sure. it's like a hundred percent workshop yeah yeah um, if you're gonna attend this event virtually make sure that you have uh i mean notebook ready to go because that that's just what it is you're gonna be uh writing down a bunch of strategies that we're going to be discussing but so today's subject right success is hard uh, success is very hard right very hard uh failure is harder a hundred percent failure is harder i take i take uh hard take success the hard, hard, over over the hard failure mm -hmm. or the hard i'd rather try to be successful than than just give up and be normal yep so a lot of people out there Right, success is hard, failure is harder. A lot of people out there, they they need to choose their hard, right? Because both paths, and, and I'll get right back to you. They need to choose their they need to choose their hard, because you know a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs, which is our first talking point, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs. There's a lot. There is so many people out there, especially now with social media. It is crazy. It's spreading like wildfire, and and I don't think it's because everybody's an entrepreneur. The well, the right entrepreneur, but I'm talking about like the 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 shiny object syndrome or like the new fad. Uh, what are they? Uh, what are they called? Fad? Are they mm -hmm. fads or like like a new new money scheme that comes up and like somebody would run it for like a month and they're a business owner and then they and they would it would stop and then they jump to the new one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, we've seen that and we've the seen money rush. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the, it's like a gold rush, right? Gold rush. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like I've seen so many people um, that if it wasn't for social media, I don't think they would be they would have a legit business. 
like this. <laughs> like right? the, the like, business is a social like, media. Yeah. Like, well, think about it. You know, I would say 70% of people on social media, they're doing something like e-commerce or, you know, they're doing like uh, crypto now, you know, they're, they're not, they don't really have that brick and mortar like back well, in the day. There is some people that I, I would say they have like very few would have brick and mortar, like who own crypto, who, who own like the, 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 the big operation. They might be a professional traders. Some banks have do crypto nowadays, like mm. actual bank institutes. They own some crypto. They're jumping on the wall. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm. So wall street has some crypto. So, there is obviously some, but the majority of people just jump on that gold rush and they would fade away and they're like, oh, well, I'm on to the next thing because social media nowadays, it's it's spreading like wildfire. I can literally talk about a new thing and it could be mythical and some people will probably believe it and try to pursue that and maybe try to make it work. Yeah. That's, that's the power of social media nowadays. Well, did you see uh, the NFTs? Right? I just found out about NFTs not, mm -hmm. not too long ago, like, two months ago or so and i still like don't really comprehend the the entire it's like digital art yeah you know, it's, it's, it's it's very interesting it's um, built on a blockchain that's what i know but again once again here we go right there's 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 new a new fad out there there's i remember uh trading cards are back i don't know if you did you see about but that yeah right? yeah like, but that was that was a thing back in the day kind of faded away it's and now back it's back now, right yeah. now it's like a pikachu card is like a million dollars or something oh my god that's right? crazy so anyway Wait, is that real? No, 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 yeah. So Jake Paul, um, he was uh, in his last fight. Jake yeah. Paul had a chain with a Pikachu card that was worth a million dollars. It's a real thing. That's crazy. So okay, again, I guess I need to catch up. There's a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs, and a lot of these aspiring entrepreneurs out there, they're either uh, still working a nine to five job, right? So this is the options, or this is the categories. They're either still working a nine to five job, and every single day, they think about becoming an entrepreneur every single day they may even read or they may even hang around other entrepreneurs you know because i was there right um and then you know but they're not moving forward they're not moving forward they're not moving out of that comfort zone you got a bunch of college kids out there that are either thinking about like oh man do i really want to finish this do i really want to finish college do i really want to put myself in 60 to eighty thousand dollars worth of debt and then go work for somebody right a lot of those college people are like or do i want to just Gamble, you know, just roll the dice on myself and try to start my own business. Mm -hmm. Those are aspiring entrepreneurs. You even have high school kids now that are becoming entrepreneurs at an early. They're they're like they're not even thinking about college, right? Oh, that, some some high schools are are pretty savvy. They're flipping shoes. They're flipping everything mm -hmm. they can. Remember those high schoolers that came to one of our events? They were they, they sold Gatorades. Yep. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So yeah, so there's a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs out there. Um, what do you think? What do you think would help these aspiring entrepreneurs really try to move forward? What would what do you what do you what do you think that would be? Well, first of all, it, it's how, it's about how content are you? And by the way, when we're talking about there is a lot of fad and there is a lot of gold rush going on, that should that should kind of motivate you because there's that means there's a lot of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Just just pick the right opportunity because you don't want to you don't want to chase ten different things at the same time. And trust me, we've been there. I've chased a lot of things at the same time. It just, it never really takes off it, it, because it, you're, you, just yeah, it, because you're, you're like, oh, I'm going to put my eggs in, in many different baskets at the same time. I'm a big believer that you can put your eggs in many baskets, but don't put them in the same time. Like build one basket, mm. then 
put build another basket at this one sustained and then mo move like that that's the right way of doing things but try to do everything like you could probably have five ten different friends and they're doing different things and you can say well they're doing they're all of them doing something good and i want to do all these 10 things you're probably not going to be as successful as as them doing that one thing uh, and that's just from my personal experience and i think carlos could we've seen it obviously we've been there yep. so i think that you have to pick what you want to you want to do so have a clear vision but before having a clear vision what you want to do is understand are you content to what you're doing? Do you really want to do this? Are you are you a person that want to be massively successful, or you're okay with with the nine to five and the regular life? Because if if you're if someone is if you're listening to us and we're like telling you go do this, go do that, and then that's something that you're not. Um, so don't feel like you're forced to do it. Just find that in you that you do. You feel like you're that person. Do you feel like you want to be the person that provides for their family? Do you feel like that person that want to? change it uh, like uh, change the generational curse that you have and become the first millionaire it all depends on you and i believe that as big as your why is as big as of as as big as your why is and that's how big you're going to be or successful you're going to be so if my why mm. is as big as i want to change a million people's lives and i want to change my family's generation and, and whatnot that means i i put that on my shoulders to be as successful as that so i can cater to that fulfillment so it becomes bigger than you right? well everything is bigger than us whatever we do is bigger than us this podcast is bigger than us mm -hmm. um going to work is bigger than us because i have a family to take to to cater to i have friends i have a circle i have partners i there it's so much bigger than myself and if you think that you're doing something that's only for you you're in denial i know there's some people are like well no i'm okay being selfish and and this is how life is but even the most selfish person they do some things that beyond themselves. Mm -hmm. It's it's just that it's just the this nature. Is nature. It, no. This is nature. This is human no. nature. So you said you said something important. You said, you know, if you're content with like, if you're happy, right? Because ultimately, that's all that matters in this life, right? It's like, see, for me, it was like I wasn't happy because I knew that I had more. Like I had more in me, right? Mm -hmm. And I, and and if you think about it. When you have more in you and you're not maximizing on that potential, you're never going to be happy. Well, yeah, because you're you know there's be, more. Because you know there's yeah. more. That that was my situation. Yeah. But you got somebody like my father-in-law, mm -hmm. Joe, right? Yeah. Who's been working for the city of Phoenix for, you know, 20-something years. He's very happy. I was going to say, he's a pretty happy guy. He's, he's very happy. Yeah. And he doesn't think about like, you know, he doesn't think about like, oh, man, I wish I would have became an entrepreneur. No. His mindset was... You know, he's old school, right? He's in his 50s and, you know, he's like, you know what? I'm going to get a good paying job. I'm going to work my butt off. Retire I'm going to provide my, my family with a home and food in their belly and, and clothing. And then, you know, I'm going to get them through, you know, high school and college or whatever. And then I'm going to retire at a certain age and I'm going to live out the rest of my life, you know, just, just doing yeah. what. And, and a lot of people, like I said, anybody that's out there listening to that, if that's you, there's nothing wrong with that. Of course not. There's zero wrong with that. You know, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur and you're like, man, like I have this itch and it's not going to go away until I go and at least try, then yeah, then then that's for you. That then then entrepreneurship is for you because if you don't do that, then you will not be happy. Right? If you were at a 9 to 5 job, I was at a 9 to 5 job. If you were at a 9 to 5 job, how long do you think that would last until you became resentful of that job and, and and unhappy in that job how long would that last i mean i don't know i, I think it's going to be pretty fast but 
I think maximum would be by the time I receive my paycheck, which is two weeks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you would last two weeks. Okay. I would and, say. And, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, that that goes to show you that that's just that's just what it is. You know, everybody's journey is different. You know, there's there's you know you got people like Elon Musk, right? And then you got you know the server at Denny's. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, the and there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe the server yeah. at Denny's is actually happier than Elon Musk. It's right. It's, it's about you being content yeah. with what you have. Think about it. Yeah. What if the what if the 19 year old server at Denny's, right? He wakes up. He goes to work for six hours. He makes you know two to three two to three hundred dollars on tips, right? His roommates with other friends. You know, smokes weed all day, or when he gets home, I think plays that's, video that's games expensive too, though. Hold on, plays <laughs> video games, right? Uh, just he's loving life. The yeah. guy's loving life. Then you got Elon Musk, you know, super billionaire, right? And he's stressed out all day. You know, he's stressed out all day, and he's having health issues, and he's he has a broken family. And I mean, who do you think actually has more peace in their life? Happiness is the ultimate success. So right? obviously, ha obviously the Denny's. So. But that's the thing. It the world goes around. It, there is no wrong or right way about this. There is this person that you're talking about, Denny's. It could be their life is ideal, and this is what their the situation right now is perfect. But you have to play some scenarios where such other situations may happen, where some people, other people will rely, will rely on you, and at some people you're gonna build a family. Mm -hmm. At at some point you're gonna you're gonna have something bigger. At some point you're gonna want to buy a house instead of being with roommates at some point you want to retire your parents or whatever that may be or at some point you want to travel the world so have that contingency plan and don't obviously live the moment be happy enjoy everything that you have but always have have that plan because if you don't as humans if we don't grow we feel like we're dying if mm -hmm. we're not evolving we're dying we feel like we're dying it's, it's just as simple as this so mm -hmm. even that person that you're talking about just doing this every day they have to have something to look for, just like an example of your father-in-law. He probably is looking forward to that retirement mm -hmm. day. So there yes. is something to look forward to, but make sure that if you're looking forward to something, that actually that something is worth it because you don't want to wait 20, 30 years and then you arrive to that destination. You're like, well, is this it? Let me go try, find, let me try to find something else because that's one thing you're going you're gonna to not be able to get back. It's time. Yeah, and you know, that's another thing that I was reading in a book. Um, <clears throat> Um, it talks about how it's called the 10 pillars of success, the 10 pillars of wealth. And it talks about how most, you know, 97% of people and 97% of today's society, they spend about 70 to 75% of their lives working their butt off and like in survival mode mm -hmm. until they get to those later years, you know, 60, 65 to enjoy the last 20 percent of their life you know what i mean like can you imagine right and that's really a thing by the way that's that's been a thing here in america for quite some time yeah you work your butt off from i don't know 15 16 or 18 all the way to you're about 50 something right 70 percent of your life is gone and then now you're old you really there's really not much you can do and now you're just waiting to die at, you know like you're kind of just and i know that sounds like hard but that's just the reality of things I kind of seen it happen, you know? So, and that, that brings another point is it, when do you, when you work, do you feel like there is no joy around it? Or like, is it, is it like work, 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 work. And then when I'm done with work, then I'll be happy. Like when I retire and whatnot, it, it's a balance of two. Mm. You can enjoy while work. So it's, it's, yeah. it's a lifestyle being an entrepreneur. You can make that your own, your lifestyle. So you, 
you can have fun. Yeah, you'll have fun while you work. It's a, it's it's a balance of two things. You don't have to wait until you retire. What fifty seven years? When is the retirement age? I don't Somewhere know. between fifty seven and sixty five. Okay, so but you don't want to wait until that time to have fun. Yeah, you might have one trip a year if you that you plan that you have right now. But is that all you want? And if you're content with that, that's fine. But if you're not, really think about this. Do you really want to be sixty five years old to travel the world? I mean, you can't really do much at that point. Do much and and. Believe it or not, I just had a really close family friend member that that left this world. And how old was he? Fifty, like mid fifties. Mm. So yeah, and, and all he did was work. All he did is work, and he re, he regretted that because all he did is work and didn't, didn't enjoy really enjoy his time. But that's why you have to you have to choose the work that you're doing too, so you can enjoy your time, right? So you have to make sure that number one, you work towards something. Um, that's gonna fulfill for you and your family. Um, something to look for, maybe retires after at some time. But alongside with that, you need to understand that you can you have enough freedom to enjoy it. So you can't just you can't work and say I'm gonna retire at six years old. But that work means that you you can only take one vacation a year, and that vacation is like three days, mm-hmm. right? So that's not really that's not, that's, uh, that's not really the ideal scenario, or at least to me, I don't know. I can't speak for most, but for me, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to wait until I'm 60 years old that I can take more than three days vacation mm-hmm. uh, per year. Yep. So it's it's a matter of perspective or what are you content with? So, you know, another talking point that we wanted to discuss, which is kind of we're already talking about this 97% of people that actually, you know, they go down that path, yeah. right? They work their butt off for 70% of their lives and then the last 20 or 30% of their lives, they just kind of, you know, they're by by then they're like either grandparents and they just mm-hmm. collect a, a pension. You know, they mm-hmm. collect the pension or or whatever Social Security, and there's really not much going on for the rest of that life. I mean, you, you see a lot of these these people in like casinos trying to like, you know, distract themselves or you mm-hmm. know they're out shopping, grocery stores. Vices. You know? They have. Yeah, they, they're at this point they're just burning time. Like, yeah. you know, and it's man, it's it's tough to see because you know you're you're probably thinking or they're probably thinking, oh man, like I did all that to get to this, to, to have this, right. To, to be able to just really, right. Like do nothing. Right. Um, so again, our next talking point is if you want to avoid being part of that 97%, right. Then the one thing that you're going to have to do is take massive action. Right. Absolutely. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur, you have to, you, the, what separates the aspiring entrepreneur from becoming right. Becoming an entrepreneur is taking massive action. Mm Mm-hmm. And you said something earlier, you're like, well, a lot of people like direction and we're like, yeah, but you figure, you figure out direction as you're taking action, right? Absolutely. Start to fail forward and you start to learn and right the do's and don'ts. Right. Because I know, I mean, how much direction did you have when you started your entrepreneurship journey? Oh God, none. I didn't, I barely spoke English. And plus think about it, right? Like your father, you know, his background was like engineering. Yeah totally different from your background, like what you started doing, right? yeah. like flipping cars and right. And yeah. doing all kinds of stuff. Right. So, all right, let's talk about, uh, your, your, your first big entrepreneur thing was, or, or venture was probably flipping cars. Right. Would you say, uh, yeah, you, yeah I don't, that, that I, like was. Herbalife and all that stuff. That no, was, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, I, at, at high school, I was I was knocking on doors to paint fences but at the golf course. That, to me, like I, was, I th- it felt like big. Again, where you're at in life, it felt like, hey, I was accomplishing something. I get it. 
I get it. But in, in my opinion, if you want to look at it from a business perspective, right? Yeah. Like that's not really a, I mean, it is a business, but it's it was not. a hustle. It was a hustle. Yeah, it was yeah. your first entrepreneurship venture slash business was flipping cars on the wholesale side, right? It was. Yes. Okay. So what did you know about flipping cars when you started flipping cars? I knew one thing. What? I loved cars. Okay. <laughs> that was yeah, it. Well, I loved cars and that was, that was enough for me to, yeah. to know that I could do it. Someone yeah. else would. And this is the thing. And I've, I've, I talk about this all the time. If I see someone is doing something and they're successful at it, that is all the confirmation I need. I just look there and I'm like, ah, I could do it. And maybe I could do it better. That's all. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Because if someone else can do it, it could be done. It, it could be done. And mm -hmm. that's all, all you need. You don't really need to, to figure out, like, you'll figure out the steps as you go. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can educate yourself. You can take, uh, you can physically apply the action, but regardless, that is all the proof. That's the proof was in the pudding mm -hmm. and that's it. So you knew you had no direction. You had no skill set, no knowledge. Uh, you just had a passion for nice looking cars, right? Yeah, and it, they weren't nice. They were, weren't, they were POSs. They were like $500 cars. Yeah, you weren't even flipping <laughs> nice cars, you, no. you know, right? But you just, you just like cars. So you're like, well, let me. And I, I remember by the time that I met you, right, when did you start that journey? Because I met you in 2013. 09. So you started in 09? Yeah. Okay. So by the time I met you, you were about four years in, mm -hmm. right? Was that your first retail lab? Ego Auto Group. Yeah, yeah, and before that, I was only doing wholesale. Wholesales, yeah. okay. Wholesaling cars straight. So, okay, when you opened up, because that's another, that's like another level, right? Like yeah. Like you went from wholesaler to- Retailer. Almost like a fix and flipper, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. It was a, it's a pretty big jump, and it didn't yeah. happen overnight. Yeah. All right, so now you go into the retail side. So now, all the, all the, all the knowledge that you gained from the wholesale side, now you got to add new, new departments- right new systems new mm -hmm. new processes now you got the finance department right yeah now and, and uh you know now you got in uh now you got to repair vehicles and yep. right, you, you got to add all these things right paperwork and you know mvd stuff right yeah so you start adding again did you have any direction there oh heck no you learned it on the go right yeah yeah as a matter of fact when we opened up we had no idea like we're like we'll figure it out we'll get some documents we'll ask a couple yeah, people we'll make yeah. some phone calls and, yeah and uh, you don't even know how to actually sell a car retail oh i had no idea yeah. like the the retail i found out that the retail contract was like this long when i i bought it like that week when we opened up the lot and i'm like what the heck is this like i'm not used to signing like this is a pretty and they have like four or five pages because they're like carbon copies yeah and i'm like man this is this is intense and you were you were moving some cars out of that lot like you were moving, would you say about 10 to 15, maybe 15 to 20 cars? Like, what do you think you were moving? Because uh, I remember like it, you were scaling like, and it was like, you the were, lot was you like moving, like you were everywhere, you know? We were, we were moving 10, 15, sometimes 20 cars. And the lot only carried 22 to 25 cars. If so you, you if you like, if you like packed it, it was mm -hmm. like super tiny. I remember how you guys, were, yeah, we're, man, those were great days. Yeah. That, that right? was fun though. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but again, the one thing that you didn't lack was action. You didn't like action, therefore, direction just came as you went. Oh, right? yeah. There was like 18, 19, 20 hour work days. Like, literally, I like it was insane. You can see, I wouldn't, you can see the my beard would grow. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, as, as, as how much I would, would you work. would look like, what's that guy's name? Salalamin or Salalai. Remember the guy, the, the big, uh, back in the day with the Holy Wars, Christians versus Muslims? Uh, <laughs> Salalalin. Saladin. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, you yeah. go. Right. Anyway, um, so you didn't like action. And, uh, and that's what I want to tell people out there, right? 
you know, it's, even when we got into real estate, we lacked direction. We didn't like action. Absolutely. We had zero. We had no clue. We didn't. We didn't know what a uh, we didn't know what a wholesale deal was. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what a we didn't even know how to fill out a contract. We didn't know where to go get a contract. You know, we didn't know what an assignment was. Well, right? now that you're saying this, like to some people who are listening right now, uh, by the end of this podcast or this episode, we're gonna give you the five steps after like talking about this and learning all from all these mistakes. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you exactly the, what those steps are. But I'll tell you what I I would have loved to know these steps, these five steps before. We did all these things. Obviously, I'm grateful for the learning experience we had. I'm mm -hmm. great. But we would have shaved off years, a, a and, few years, and hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars in learning tax. I I, I agree. Right? So so okay. But I'm grateful. I think we're yep. grateful for for the lessons we've learned. So again, guys, the lesson here is: if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, do not have analysis paralysis. You can lack you can lack direction. You know, you can lack systems. You can lack uh, the who, right? Like knowing people, right? You can lack all that. But if you take massive action, you are eventually going to figure it out. I promise you this. Absolutely. I promise. It won't be more than 90 days, 60 days, 120 days before things just begin to make sense. But the one thing that people fail over and over and over is to actually execute, to actually get out there and start, you know, hitting the pavement, right? Hitting the concrete. Yeah. So again, Take massive action, okay? Because 97% of people do not take massive action. Now, let's talk about the 3% of people that do take action. Let's wow. talk about the difficult path of that 3% because a lot of people right now, especially social media, right? Yeah. That's changed the game because social media wasn't big when you and me came into the game. No, heck no. Right? Especially now, and it's getting, it's getting, now there's a metaverse coming out, right? Where it's, everything's like this, and you're like, I don't know what you're doing. You're marrying people, and you're going to parties, and I don't know. So anyway. I've seen um, all movies. Yeah. The, the, the uh, movies. Player One, Ready Player One Ready or Player something. One. That I want to like watch it yeah. just because of that. Oh, just I've... because. All right, so let's talk about the very difficult path of the 3%. Before we talk about the very difficult path, of what the rest of somebody's life is gonna look like if you if you are an aspiring entrepreneur and you don't take action and you don't choose this difficult path of an entrepreneur, right? Let's talk about the difficulties that an entrepreneur encounters when when they get going. Oh my God. Uh, anxiety for okay. first. Uh, no, very little sleep. A lot of motivation, I would say. I don't know if that's that's a difficulty, but there's a lot of motivation. So you probably don't sleep not because of stress. It's because you're so motivated. At least that's how it was for me. Would you say it's it's ambition over motivation? Oh, it has to be ambition, right? If you're if you know something that you want to go for, yeah. and that, I guess that is ambitious. Yeah, uh, be ambition or well, ambitious. Wanting, wanting more for yourself, and you know, wanting yeah. more is is ambition. I don't know if that's. That motivation is just kind of like what like what pushes you. I think um, I think the ambition motivates you to get out there. Absolutely, but I remember we I couldn't sleep because I felt like we cracked the code when we found out about the real estate the way we know. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like we're gonna we're gonna rule the world, you know. So it was like, oh, the, what, like let's not waste any minutes. It was like a drug. It was. It was yeah. like we were on drugs. It was. We were we were high off of life. We were high off of what could be. Yeah. Right? Like I remember having conversations at midnight and we're discussing like what we're going to name our company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Logos. And it was like we became. Obsessed. We be man, like nothing else mattered. But there is the, obviously you, you'll, you'll probably going to miss some parties. You're probably going to miss some birthdays. You're probably going to sleep very little. You're probably going to stress. 
you're probably gonna see some financial hardships you're gonna face a lot of unknowns um you're gonna face a lot of naysayers doubters um you're probably gonna lose some friendships some relationships um a lot of sacrifice there's a lot of sacrifice that goes to being successful but you know what that doesn't mean if i if i flip it around what about the 97 percent? what are they sacrificing well <laughs> so i like you pretty much hit a lot of a lot of things and they're not even written down you know where like you said you know you're gonna lose friendships you're gonna lose uh you're not gonna be able to do the things that you used to do you know the hobbies and the entertainment you know and mm -hmm. You're not going to have that kind of time, right? You become an obsessed, possessed person of wanting to really, you know, make this happen. But would you say if you, if you weren't even possessed or obsessed about this, is that what it takes, though, to be successful or medior mediocrity would take you there? That's what it takes to be successful. So it's not it, like it's it, not it, a, it's not a it, it's a choice. It's not it, a choice. No, no. If you if you think about it, right, like if you think about it. Uh, I'll give you an example. I'm watching this um, Netflix uh, series about um, a soccer player named Diego Maradona. Yeah, I know. I know. Everybody knows yeah, who yeah. Maradona is. I don't know why. It's like, you know who Pelé is? I do, yeah. Pelé the Brazilian? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, Maradona, is like, Maradona yeah. is like a soccer god, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? The, he's like a soccer god. So I'm watching this, um, and, and, and I'm watching the series, and, and this kid, he lives in the slums of Argentina, like the slum slums, like... Mm -hmm. Like they have to like same thing. I I knew because like kind of where I come from, like the way that they would get water is they would like have this oh, valve yeah. and choo, 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 <laughs> and the water would come out right. Yeah. So this kid, you know, he's about uh, at that time he's about six or seven years old, and all he wants to do is just like do, 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 do. play soccer. Like just not no, he doesn't even have money to play soccer. Oh. He just wants to like kick the ball and kick the ball and yeah. kick the ball and dribble, dribble, kick the ball right. At nine years old, uh, some dude. Uh, one of his friends from the slums gets picked up, right? Uh, he gets picked up. That dude had enough money to get to to get on a bus and go try out for this like this like national team, right? Of of youth like nine years and under. Yeah. And then he goes, and then th this kid was good, right? His name was Goyo, right? Okay. He was good. And then the the coach goes, "Man, you're good. You're on the team." And he goes, "You think I'm good?" He's like, "You should see my friend. He's like, my friend's better than me." He's like, "What?" He's like, yeah, he just doesn't have enough money to get on the bus. I said, okay. Then the coach is like, bring him tomorrow, right? <laughs> Maradona shows up. He's nine years old. He slaughters everybody. He's da 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 boom. Like he's just killing everybody. And then I'm like, man, have you noticed the pattern, right? Think about it. Have you noticed? Think about when you were a kid. Yeah. Some of the some of the things that you used to do as a kid that maybe other kids were like. Like, what is wrong with this dude? Yeah. Like, how come he doesn't stop playing soccer? You know what yeah. I mean? He's obsessed. Yeah, same, right? That's It's like the love for the game, just like Kobe and Michael Jordan, right? The love for their craft was so strong that they became obsessed. Like, it became the world. It became everything, right? Well, if you don't, if you don't do something you love, you're probably not going to be very successful at oh, very it. Very good at it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. You, it's you kind of have to hit the jackpot on that sense where you're like you're you have to pick something that you want to be successful mm -hmm. in, but you have to like doing that. You can't just say I want to be successful and I like being successful, but I'm going to use this vehicle, this tool to get me there, or this type of being an entrepreneur in this field. Mm -hmm. But if you don't like it, you're probably going to fail. You know where you and me meet? Uh, I think where me and you are what we like. We like we're um. We like the game of arbitrage. Okay. 
we like to buy something at a certain amount. Yes. And then we like, it's like, we crack the code. We know where to get it cheap. Yes. And then we're like, here you go. And then we make money. Yes. I think that's one of our, um, skill sets, uh, con- like so- some things that we have in common, right? Yes. Uh, you and I, cause if you think about it, right. A lot of the, <coughs> a lot of the companies that we have, they consist of arbitrage. Absolutely. Taking, finding, cracking the code. Yep. And then serving it to everybody yep. else. Finding right? a solution. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I, I never thought about it until like right now. I'm like, I think that's where you and me have done probably our whole lives. Definitely. Right. Even since we were kids. Yeah. Right. Think about it. As a five-year-old, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking bread from a lady and I'm door knocking and selling it. Yeah. You know, as a five-year-old, I remember that like clearly. And making the difference. You got it for cheaper. So so, so think about it. What did you do when you were a kid that consisted of some type of hustle and arbitrage? I what mean, you, you most things are like you buy lower and sell higher, or you trade time. You trade your 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 time. Well, but most people won't even most most people don't want to go and like where can I find this street? Like they don't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, think about it. They're they're thinking about playing with toys as a kid. True, right? True. So anyway, back to what you were saying, though, just to confirm, right? And it, it's an old saying. It's like find something that you really are interested in, you really love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for Elon Musk, it was probably technology, right? Yeah, uh, it was technology. Dot com boom, right? And there was somebody I don't know if it was Steve Jobs that said, you know, uh, do do what you love, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Yep. Right. Think about it. Back to the whole Diego Maradona thing, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that playing soccer and making millions of dollars felt like work? Uh, he probably enjoyed. Heck, right? Like, yeah, he enjoyed a lot. No, time, man. Yeah. And I remember honestly, for most of our years, and we're trying to get back to that. Yeah. Most of our years, work didn't feel like work. No. And that's why we were at the office till 8 p.m. every night. Remember yeah, it didn't feel point, like, yeah, right? exactly. It didn't feel like work. It just felt like I need, like, like there's not enough time. Let's, let's get more. Mm-hmm. Let's get more done. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like, you know, we're slowly starting to kind of get back in that again, rhythm. Get back yeah. in that rhythm, right? Yeah. That, that, I mean, start talking to our people and, and, and having our meetings to see where we can improve. I think we're slowly starting to finally gravitate towards what what made us so good absolutely you know? i agree so anyway um yes the three percent is a very difficult path right but let's talk about the the other side of it let's talk about the 97 percent of people who take the other difficult path the difficult path of poverty the difficult path of not uh being able to save enough money to take your your family on amazing vacations right the difficult path of your time, you you trading your time for a certain amount or of not dollars. Or not being able to afford a car, or not being able able to afford like that. That I know some people that can't couldn't even can't afford a car, and they have to share a car, or they have to use the bus. Or, I mean, those are difficulties. And if you're in there, it's time to reevaluate what you're doing, what you're, what kind of job you're doing, and maybe seek a better opportunity within that company you're working with, or seek opportunity to be an entrepreneur, whatever that may be. But don't settle because that is a you don't want to be on that tough path your entire life your life is going to the life is going to beat you up life is not supposed to be rainbows and butterflies that's not how things and if life is all butterf- rainbows and butterflies uh it, anything would happen we, we'll be like weak yeah you're not like, going to build character you, you can if if you're if everything every day in your life is is good and happy and everything which that's what we strive for but imagine 365 days a year an extra day on on leap year Everything is good. Well, one day you're going to have a flat tire and that feels like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. That feels like 
you might run into depression over something so small. So life is supposed to be up and down. Just choose your up and down, mm -hmm. right? Choose your hard, uh, whether it's an entrepreneurship, whether it's not entrepreneurship. I, I don't know what that may look like. I think it's just a matter of digging deep and finding out what you want to be or what you want to do and who you want to serve. Well, think about it this way, right? Um, for a lot of people out there, because I was in this situation, you know, I, I have kids. You have, yeah. you have, you have a baby boy, and you know, imagine your baby boy. You you choose the ninety seven percent hard, that mm -hmm. difficult path of like, you know what? I'm just gonna make enough money to put a roof over our heads, you know, food in our bellies and clothes on our back, mm -hmm. and maybe save up a few hundred dollars here and there, or a few thousand every few months. But you're a great saver, so you would probably save more than <laughs> the average guy, right? And then I'm gonna take them to a small vacation every year, like you know, California or something, right? That's what regular folks do, right? And when they he's don't 18, go to Europe, yeah. yeah, they don't go to Europe, they don't go to Hawaii, they don't go, you know, right to yep. to these nice places. Well, <clears throat> what happens when he's 15 or 16 years old and he's like, you know, daddy, 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 you know, I'm, I'm an, I'm a, I'm an A, I'm a straight A student, right? Can you get me a car? And what are you going to say? You know, what are you going to say? If you can barely afford your car, what are you going to say to your kid at 16 years old? Like, what are you, how are you even going to explain that? Think about it. I don't know. I don't know how I would explain that. I don't want to, I how don't. How would you, you explain that? I mean, that's. That's the start of it. I imagine that's, that's hard. Yeah, that's that's the that's the start of hard because what happens when they're leaving and then they have to struggle? Uh, what like I, I want to leave them to carry on a legacy and they get to choose to carry on that legacy or not. But at least the option is there. I would rather have the option than have no option for my son. I love that. You know what's crazy? Um, I took my my family to uh, Disneyland last week, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> my daughter. Uh, she's nine years old. We're having lunch. Um, and she goes, she goes, Hey, Hey dad, Hey dad. You know, when, when I grow up, you know, do I have to go to college? Right. Like she's nine years old and she's, yeah. she sparks the conversation. It's yeah. not even me. I'm trying to sit there and eat my salad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, when I grow up, I, dad, I have to go to college. Right. And then I, I have to try to find like an entry level job. Right. And work my way up. Like she asked me this. Yeah. My wife was right there. I said, I said, no, no, baby. I said, dad's doing all the hard work for you. I said, you get to, now don't get me wrong. I said, you get to choose if you want to work in our companies or if you want to go start your own thing. Yep. The you option know? is there. I, yeah, exactly. What you just said. Yeah. I said, I'm doing all the hard work for you. So you don't have to. Your, your goal is going to, is going to either to be, to sustain it or to, or to grow it. Yes. I'm doing all the hard work for you. I told him, I'm I told her. So, let that be a lesson to people out there who have kids, right? You know, there are people counting on you, man. You know, someone's going to have to do the hard work. Absolutely. It's either you or your kids or your kids' kids. Someone's Well, nobody in my family prior to me, before me, decided to do all the hard work, you know? So let that be a lesson to people out there. You and me, we're doing all the hard work for our kids, man. Amen. Right? Absolutely. So let's leave people with um, with uh, before, five actionable steps. Before the five actionable steps, I want to say this. This is a journey, guys, whether it's the, like we talked about earlier, whether it's the entrepreneurship and non-entrepreneurship. Everything is a journey. Stop thinking that, oh, I'm going to just do this. And I, that was that used to be me. Like, I'm going to work, work, work hard. I used to do my homework before, when I get home before I even go to the room. I used to go to the stairs and do my homework there. My mom is calling me to go get lunch, to eat lunch, and I won't do it because I want to finish my homework so I can – 
think there's no other worries so I can eat lunch and know peacefully that, but that's not life. That's not how things are. You can do both. If once you do both, you're going to stop trying to beat yourself down for X amount of years and then try to enjoy it later because you'll probably forget how to enjoy things and it'll probably be a waste. So think of it as it's a journey, whether it's an entrepreneurship or non-entrepreneurship, make that, make it a thing where you actually enjoy what you're doing and that's part of your journey. Mm -hmm. um, now the five steps, five actionable steps. Let's talk about that. Yep. So uh, five actionable steps for you to actually make it for you to actually make it as an entrepreneur. I would say step number one is making a decision, right? We made a decision uh, in 2013, you and I, uh, we became really good friends, uh, best friends. And then uh, the trust was there on both sides, right? You're like, hey, you're an ethical dude, you know? And, and then I'm like, shit, well, you're, I trust you. You're an ethical dude. I started. You have work ethic. Well, you have work ethic, right? You know, you're, you're smart in your own way. You're smart in your own way, right? Like you, like we, we kind of, it's like a yin yang. It's like, you know, my areas that needed improvement, you were pretty strong in. And some of the areas that may, you may have needed, I was pretty strong in. So we're like, all right, let's try it's to make something combo. work. It was a good combo. Let's try to make something work. So we made a decision. We made a decision to move forward. Like we both made a conscious decision of what it is that we wanted out of life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people out there, they, 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 they look at everything the wrong way, right? They're looking at social media and they're like, oh, I want a Lamborghini. You see what I'm saying? No, that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it, right? Oh, oh, look at the nice watch on that. I want to watch. That's not going to do it, man. Is that really? Because if that's all you want out of life, you know, the watch that's is not all gonna you're going to get. You, you know what I mean? Business. That's all you're going to get, right? The business will bring you the watch. The exactly. watch is not bring you the business. So what is it that you want out of life, right? Make a decision. Let's talk about your decision. What did you want out of life? I just wanted to be massively successful. I didn't know what that looked like. Mm. I, didn't, I mean, I pictured myself driving a Porsche. That was my dream car, but that's no longer I love my dream Porsches. car. I know, I know. But like, I it used to be like the small Porsche, and I don't know for some reason most the 911, right? Yeah, it was. Remember, it was like me, the turbo. Yeah. What was it? You gave me a ride in one a long time ago. Remember? Yeah. What was that? A 911? Yeah, that was. That was. That it was, was a very crazy. fast car. Yes. Uh, but that was like I pictured myself driving in that with my business suitcase and with my suit. That was that. I love it. That's that was it. I love it. Um, I love it. And then I pictured my my name or company name would be on a on a on a like a pretty big building, you know, like a like a, a, a much bigger than this. Much bigger than this. Yeah, this is ten thousand square feet. Um, yeah. You know what? I hope to God that I can, because uh, I know you've been talking about that for a while now. Yeah, it's been this, this ever since I was like. A, tower that is that's that's like remember you 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 talk my kid, about it my, you, my 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 inner child always wanted that i've seen i've seen the kind of building that you're talking about yeah and uh and and, and i man I, I think that you know i think that's a really good thing for us to shoot for oh a bit like having right? a, maybe like, a skyscraper next after yes, that <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. so I, I love that i love where you're headed so you know same thing with me man um I wanted to be massively successful. I wanted to be the total opposite of what I was born into, right? Yeah. Um, since a kid, man, since I was a kid, I just wanted to be successful. So I, I didn't know what that would look like, you know? But a decision was made. But I made a decision. Based on I want to be successful. Then okay. I started doing some digging, right? Okay. I did, you know, clothes and different kinds of things and, you know, uh, car flipping and whatever I can get my hands on to like, what's going to give, what's going to give, what's going to give. But, I, but at least I got out there and tried. I put my hands in the fire, you know what yep. I mean? So we both made a decision to become massively successful. Boom. All right. Commitment. 
Once yeah. you make a decision. So number two, that's number two. Yep. Commitment. Decision, commitment. Okay. Once you make a decision, what does commitment mean? Uh, whatever it takes. Mm. I'm just gonna say I'm. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to sugarcoat. It. Whatever it takes, be committed to. If you say you're gonna do something, just freaking do it. Stop finding excuses. Yeah, you may delay a day or two or a week or two weeks or whatever. Life happens. I get it. But do not, do not drop that off. Like stay committed, stay the course, and obviously you'll get a break. People, this is all saying like. Uh, rich people, people say rich people are lucky. This person is lucky. Well, yeah, the more the more you try, the luckier you get. Obviously, like the more shot you shoot, more likely you'll make more, mm -hmm. right? So this is it's just as simple as that. So stay like stay the course, be committed. Yep, I love it. Commitment, and you know what? I feel like uh, some those are two personality traits so far. Well, actually, no. What's next? is sacrifice mm -hmm. so number three is sacrifice right so yeah. we have decision commitment sacrifice right now when it comes to making a sacrifice what did that mean for you oh financial sacrifice time hobbies family family health sleep vacations um nice stuff I was just saving everything. Mm -hmm. You were. I remember you said that you wouldn't have a, a soda or a Gatorade. Just... Oh yeah, that, when I was in in high school, like friends, that it was it's a thing. You know, people, the friend that has they, a car, they, they, they get in a car yeah. and they're like, we stop at gas station, like, oh, let's get a Red Bull. Do you want to drink something? I would stay in the car, so I won't have to go spend money on a Gatorade or Red Bull or whatever. Because I didn't think I needed. I needed that money to save that money for something better. I mean, I think I saved let me, well. Let, let me ask you this. <laughs> You have saved very well. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, do you think you're more successful than a lot of those guys that you were with? I would say so. I mean, uh, I don't know if you've kept up with their lives after high school, but, yeah. you know, it's like. I would say the majority. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. some people. And not, no disrespect yeah. in any yeah. way. I'm saying like the sacrifices that you were making already at a young age paid off. Yeah. And it's not like I wasn't like now I'm like, I obviously I spend on the right things and, you know, the nice stuff after. I, I'm reaping the reward, but before when I had nothing, I was I knew I knew there was, it was going to take a sacrifice. I knew you have to save for something better, and you still do that. I I do it on do on it. a different I don't on a more because there, it has direction. Mm -hmm. Now I have a direction. I'm like there's this, there's that that I want to go for, versus before I just knew there's something better. Right, mm -hmm. the direction was okay. There is better. Like it's so vague. But now, like, I want to save, so this would have, like, I'm calculated. I'm more calculated. We wanna, yeah, we, we, we want to save because we want to buy apartments. We want to save because we want to buy commercial property. We want to save because we want to grow the companies. Correct. Yeah, yeah so the direction is, is more definitive mm -hmm. versus before it was like, I just knew there's something better. So you can start that at any age. I mean, one of the books that talks about that, which is the first book I ever read in the business sense, it's The Richest Man in Babylon. I talked mm -hmm. about saving 10%. Yeah. Some people, and that, that book talks about... If you're working paycheck to paycheck every week, every week you're getting, or every two weeks you're getting your paycheck, and it's like you're barely making it, put 10% and somehow, some way, that that 90% of the paycheck is gonna fulfill. Mm. I don't know. It's just it's a weird way. I don't know how to how to describe it. It's just how the the law of attraction, the world, how the world works, and then you just start saving more and more and more, and then you can apply that to something else. Like well, the arbitraging would come and play, and you buy something lower and sell it higher, right? Mm -hmm. So I love that's, it. That's, I guess that that would be sacrifice of 
yeah. financials. Well, uh, you know, sacrifices that I had to make, um, especially during our, you know, so far in our journey was, you know, when we got together, I already had a family, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and I had to, you know, and now you, you're starting to really understand the things that I used to kind of talk about. Take you away then, from right? family. Yeah, yeah, man. Cause think mm-hmm. about it, right? Like what is the, in my opinion, knowing you, the biggest two things that hurt you are not being able to spend time with your wife and your son. Would you say? I, I, I agree I'll, with my family. Right? And, and the problem, so there's another problem and like, I'm being very vulnerable here. Um, like if you don't get too obsessed with work because when you're spending that time, all you're thinking about is work too. Like that's, I've, I've been caught so many times and my wife would say, look, look, or what, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, my mind is so occupied with like work. Uh, so, do, and that's, you don't want to, and it's a constant battle. So we're, it's, we're, we're a work in progress. All of us, I think is never going to be perfect, but mm. at least I understand that that's something that I need to work on and I've been working on. So, um, cause I know when I'm like fully there, it's so much fun. Like, like even the air smells better. Even the, the colors are, are brighter. Present. Yeah. When you're present, mm-hmm. like you're, you're literally the colors are brighter. Yeah. I'm not lying. Yeah. The air smells better. That's fresher. That's Everything. amazing. So that's something that I want to be in more like enter my flow state at work. But then when I'm off work, I want to enter my flow states of happiness. Of love. Of love. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that, so like literally I just saw somebody with uh, Jared. He's, he's going how to get into flow state. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to be in a flow state in two different parameters of life. Yeah. Business and life. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it, it will be the complete circle for me. Absolutely. Well, Sacrifices are going to have to be made. So that's uh, that's actionable step number three. Number four is work ethic. Um, I say this time and time again. I've never met a successful person um, who lacked work ethic. You know, maybe they hit the lottery, right? I don't. But, but you know, most people hit the lottery. They're un- are unsuccessful. In three they, in, well, in three years, they're they're back to poverty, right? Because they they have no education. They didn't build up that. that there's no uh, work ethic. There's no. Uh, there, there's no. They don't. They don't have the um, financial uh, literacy uh, literacy to do well with that with the yeah. money, right? So uh, work ethic. You're gonna have to work your butt off. You know that, that's the. And earlier when I was trying to say that I, we weren't there yet, but I said, hey, man, a couple things at the end of these actionable steps, I'll tell you the the things that you and me are really like as far as personality goes. I'll tell you that out of those steps, which ones which ones you and I are like really empowered in. Right. Work so, ethic is definitely work one of ethic them. <laughs> is, is, is uh, it's sickening. It's, yeah. it's sickening. It's sickening. Um, and then actionable step number five is perseverance, like life and the law of of mediocrity and the law of average and your generational curses like everything's gonna hit you uh everything's gonna there's gonna be so much resistance and i've noticed that every time that we're about to level up resistance happens and have at, you noticed at that every single every step of life remember i well remember Ma- having... maradona you were just talking about yeah. he couldn't afford or to get the, on a the bus. bus the resistance is probably so massive it's yeah food clothes yeah. shoes i mean you can probably there's yeah. a million one thing yeah. there was so much resistance in life and then boom um you and i this these last couple of days i think we've been having some some pretty good conversations we have yeah. right and I think we were talking about that. We're like, man, you haven't noticed that we had resistance at every level. Like when we came into the game, we had this. 
Then we scaled up and everybody was like, la, la, la. And then we got here and there, there was, there's been resistance at every single level. And it's level. probably going to be more, more, more levels and more, and more, and more. levels. So, that... But now that we see that coming, we have to prepare ourselves in every way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, right? Wouldn't you say you've been prepared for things that you do now versus for sure three years ago or four but, years ago but, five years but you ago? and i have to already start preparing ourselves for the next level of resistance but you obviously yeah but then that comes in it's it's like we don't know lot, what it is it's like yet. the lotto you can't yeah. like we don't know what it is yet and, no. yeah so you'll probably build that as your scale yep and, because a lot of people in our shoes 97 percent of people normally just quit true they quit right they quit not and you that's and statistically I, talking you and obviously. I, the only way we'll quit is if we if we die like yeah if think about it right there, there's no quit in us right yeah i don't know what would it be i like i'll be bored out of my mind yeah 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 you would be pretty bored for sure yeah yeah so anyway perseverance so here we go five actionable steps so you become successful you know yes you're going to choose the hard path of success but at the end of your life you're going to be very fulfilled with leaving everything you had on this earth right uh, actionable step number one is making a decision of what it is that you want out of your life, not only for yourself, but for others, right? Um, actionable step number two is commitment, being committed to the decision that you made about what it is that you want out of life. And number three is making the sacrifices, right? Sacrifices, number three. Number four is work ethic. You gotta work your butt off, you know? And yes, there's a lot of things that are gonna suffer initially for a year or two or three or four or five, but eventually you're gonna get to enjoy life far more than the next person that didn't, you know, didn't make these sacrifices, mm -hmm. right? Um, and step number five, actually, well, step number five is perseverance. There, I mean, life's gonna throw everything at you for you not to succeed. How do you get through that, right? You gotta keep pushing forward. You gotta get up. Maybe you can quit for a day. You're allowed to, you're human. Get up, dust yourself off, and uh, remember why you're doing what you're doing. So. Absolutely. Those are the five actionable steps. Any uh, Anything that you would have to add to any of that before we exit? Um, I would say if you're coming to Momentum, I'll see you virtually. If you're coming to the VIP, I'll see you in person. I think if you're in real estate and you don't take advantage of Momentum, the event, which, I mean, multiple seven-figure earners have graduated Momentum to actually do what they do. We're, we're very quiet about that. I've noticed that you and I, for the past three years, We've been very quiet and because and, we love, we don't ever want to like, we don't want to leverage people, yeah. right? So we're very quiet. Like, it's like, we don't want to leverage people, but let's be honest, like leverage in business is just, this is what it is, right? It like, is, yeah. you know, when we, through events and a lot of these people like, you know, Ryan Pinetta, Pace Morvey, Keith Everett, Donovan Ruffin, Tiffany Burns, Terry Summers, Terry Thayer, you know, they, they were leveraging us and we were leveraging them. And then it's like, even at the higher scale, like leverage and leverage and leverage. There's leverage is just what it is throughout the it whole is. journey of business. So it is. Uh, but anyway, if you're thinking about coming to Momentum, do me a huge favor. Ask around, right? Ask around. Uh, we we've built uh, an amazing community, um, and um, what you learn there, you don't learn the what. Like we actually get into the depth of the how. So mm -hmm. if you're looking to build and scale, this is definitely the event for you. So go to attendmomentum.com and uh, we'll see you there. Until next time, baby. All right. Episode nine. Let's go.